Hello and welcome to episode number 44 of Got Any More Pixels. I'm again joined by Chris and Sean. Good evening. And today we are discussing physical versus digital. But first, what have you been playing, Sean? Everything else I didn't play last time when I said everything. Oh, no. okay. Um, let's, no, let's I saw the A to Z. Uh, no, I haven't quite got an A to Z, I'm afraid. So um, I've been playing a big chunk of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance Two. I've been enjoying that. <laughs> like a really long-winded name. <laughs> yeah. So Final Fantasy Tactics is on the PS One originally, but when they put it on the Game Boy Advance, they added Advanced, and then when they put it on, they made a sequel on the DS. They called it Final Fantasy Tactics Advance Two. Um, so they just keep adding to the title but they haven't made any more games since uh, what, else? what else what else I started Mega Man Battle Network 5 which is a Game Boy Advance port onto the DS which they actually added DS menus to like touchscreen menus okay. and voiceovers and various other things yes Russell and Tad there's more editing for you to do Chris there is indeed <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually open this up. And my list of games is on. <laughs> I did put these this card actually into my 3DS and start to play some games on it, and I was really disappointed by like how it stretched the screen. Mm-hmm. It was it's a little different dimensions on it. Yeah. The 3DS screen is much larger. Oh, really? Like the 3DS screen is nearly as large as this console. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, the thing's yeah. massive. Um, so um, the one game I did play that I was impressed with that I wanted to sit down and have a bit more focus time with, Fantasy Star Zero. Mm-hmm. So we obviously know what Fantasy Star is based on like the Dreamcast GameCube version. Yeah, that's just that on the N sixty four. Really, it's just the same thing. Mm. I played only one mission, but the the moves all work in the exact same way. There's a there's a bit more of a time in restraint, but if they put the it looks like if they put Fantasy Star Online on the N sixty four, that's the game we'd have gotten. Okay. I'm intrigued. What yeah. what was it released on? Sorry, it's three D uh, uh, just DS. Sorry, it's just a regular DS game. The okay. only the only uh, one of the caveats I have with it is obviously the DS here doesn't have an analog stick. So mm-hmm. when you turn the camera to turn the character, they're simultaneous. Like so, turning left will turn the entire screen. Right. You can't turn the camera independently, so you're always facing forward. And there's a, there's a whole combat system. You have the light and heavy attacks. You have the magic. Uh, you have a mag. What? And a, I think it's multiplayer and everything. Wow! Oh my God! For for what it for what it is, I was very very impressed. So how do you link them up? I, I haven't looked into that much. I just did a mission to get a feel for the game. There's obviously like a proper storyline. You make a character. You choose from the same classes, the same races. <laughs> okay. You get to modify some of the pieces. I was expecting a Fantasy Star dungeon crawler like they used to be. Yeah. But this is more closer to Fantasy Star Online than it is to other. So the question is, when are they bringing it to the Switch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah when's the port coming um, I don't know I didn't play any Advance Wars I've played yeah Tactics Advanced um, I started Golden Sun Dark Dawn which is uh, Nintendo's actual own RPG IP because Golden Sun was on the Game Boy Advance the second one is on the um, DS specifically and then that's it they didn't make any more I don't think not that I'm aware of yeah yeah which is really weird because it's actually not a bad little like series so to speak even though there's two games and it's just generally a Nintendo RPG IP um, you, and I think they got uh, this company called Camelot to make it as well 
So they're probably the developer and thing is the publisher. But it's their in-house one. So, like, Advanced Wars is their in-house. Were Camelot the ones that made Waluigi that we were talking about the other day? Yeah, I think we were, yeah. Probably. (laughs) Um, probably Yeah, it's probably the same lot. Yeah, Fantasy Star, Mega Man, Golden Sun, um, Tactics. I've been playing Genshin. That's in downtime, though, because the new patches come in with the cross-progression, finally, in six days. Can't wait for that. Uh, Overwatch, randomly been doing some um, competitive play on that. Growing my rank, getting good. Getting shouted at by little boys and girls. Don't. So you don't really get many people in voice chat on console because people just don't. Like, I'm always Especially in a party. Especially if you're playing on Switch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you get the odd person here and there. But now, everything's on cross-platform. They've added the chat function. <laughs> and my... God, is it the best thing ever? <laughs> like you, you just start the, you just start the game right, and you end up in a lobby with a few people, like random people. You don't really know why, and just the shit that gets spoken in the actual chat. <laughs> and then some, like we had had a game last night, and someone went, "Good luck, have fun." The next comment, sharp. <laughs> <laughs> and that was on the enemy team, and we we're all like, "All right then." And then, and then someone will go, "The DPS sucks," or like the healers suck, and and then everyone stops like You see characters stop moving. People are typing. You can see them typing. <laughs> and, then, and then there's just this whole mess of a conversation. But uh, it's kind of like that on Rocket League. I remember the time someone insulted me by telling me my mum was in prison. Yeah, you <laughs> say yes. So, oh uh, yeah, it's kind of just like a, a a normal week actually in that um, aspect. I haven't really played much else. Not that I can think of. No. The DeLorean is back on uh, Rocket League, though, to buy. Mm. Instead of being £2 now, though, the bundle that includes some of the accessories, though, cost £8. Oh, it's a bit of a jump. Yeah. So even if you split it, the car still costs more than it used to. Mm. Even if you equally divide the items. But I'm probably still going to buy it. Because <laughs> uh, I forgot to buy the DeLorean first time, and that's really, really cool. Does it have any actual in-game advantages? No, it's no, none of the cars do. <laughs> Some of the cars have different hitboxes, mm. but it'll have like custom, I think it'll have custom wheels, custom trails, but then you can get a topper that's um, the hoverboard, or you can get a topper that, that, cool. is... that is. There's another topper, what is it? Uh, I think it might be Marty's um, like holographic hat. Okay. There's another topper, is that? I, feel... I only looked at it like two hours ago. <laughs> Forgotten already. Uh, that's about it though, really. I'm, I'm in a bit of a game lull, I guess you could say, this week. I yeah. played like six games. Sorry. There's always one in there. Shove. <laughs> <laughs> I turned my sound off so I thought, oh, it won't make a noise. <laughs> Little did you know it. Exactly. Made a noise. But anyway, my games don't matter. Someone else's games matter more. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, do tell. I've not really had any time to play games. Ben, what about you? <laughs> No, I've played. Liar, liar! Wife who's on fire. Yeah, um, I played another T-shirt design. Uh, in my like proper time, I've played. Uh, I've been playing through Twilight Princess HD. But, in proper time. Yeah, but well, that was I did, the other game. In I, his me time. Yeah, when it's just me on my own. One-handed mode. One-handed mode. Yeah. Um, I got a game today. For That's gonna sound review. really wrong. We were talking about this game before. <laughs> no, no. Let's and it does it actually wrong. have a one-handed mode. Okay, yeah. Chris. Great. Right. Um, the game that they're talking about is called Waifu Uncovered. Is it? He can't even say it with any conviction, can he? No. Like, it's Waifu Uncovered. Yeah. Um, it's Believe not, in it. Sean really enjoyed the game because I learned. Uh, 
I gave Sean my Switch briefly, and he's played through one of the levels, and he had a lot of fun, so... No, he did not. <laughs> I'm not going to make a joke about it. You're just a dirty, rotten liar. <laughs> and I'm going to revoke all the access on your Nintendo account. <laughs> yeah, that's the... <laughs> you are not buying any more games. Um, I basically went on um, the Switch store before coming here, and... Um, I had like a half hour to kill, so I thought, oh, I'll find a really cheap, shitty game that I can talk about. And this was it. <laughs> and it's on sale. I don't believe you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but other than that, I have not really... I've been quite busy again this week, so games haven't been very prioritised, I'm afraid. No, that's fine. I mean, it's been a bit of a crazy week for all of us, I think. So... Um, Basically, the last couple of weeks, I've had like this major tooth infection. Oh. Um, I went to the dentist on Tuesday when my boss told me to make an emergency appointment. He let me take the work van there mm. um, from where I work to it, switch and then back during my shift. Oh, that's kind. Um, that's really kind, yeah. And it turns out that I have an infection around my wisdom tooth and I have to have my wisdom tooth pulled out. So I'm on two sets of antibiotics at the moment. And I was really worried because we're supposed to be going out Monday night to mm. Unit 17. Mm. And you're not supposed to drink on this. Um, no, you can't if there's antibiotics. fortunately, I think it finishes the day before. So it was only for five days. So mm. I think hey, I'm all right. Fingers crossed then. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically, my week has just been me not sleeping, being half awake at work. And I, I work today, which is usually my day off as well. Mm. But besides that, I want to, like, well, in, in no, I can't even edit this out. <laughs> ben, so ben, ben, don't word. ben broke. Yeah. Ben, ben, ben reboot. Well, this ben is what happens when you don't come up with a quiz, we give you more Pseudo <laughs> reboot. <laughs> don't talk that shit to me. Oh, God. That's uh, your language, isn't it? Now? Yeah, it is, certainly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I want to say a massive thank you to Sean because he went out and bought Chris and I the family bundle oh, of yeah. Switch Online. And I, I I, I, don't know what to say. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, he's like, He now has full control over my yes. adult content. <laughs> I feel like I should have control over you. Like. <laughs> do te- le- like, legit, you legit. Legally. legally. He's got no. power of attorney. No, well. Legit, I think you do, don't you? you can I can set, oh, yeah. I yeah. can set users and restrict users. Yes. I can actually make yeah. Ben, I think, your like, supervisor as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely make your account like a child account or like downgrade you. Well... Um, You've had your first strike, mister. <laughs> That's what you said. Right? I sent a screenshot of the waifu game. And I was like, look what I got. I got a game to review for the podcast. And Sean's reply was like, I need to ban you or something. Like that. Yeah, I was like, I'm revoking access. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a very good reason for that. But um, no, thanks to, to you for getting that. I've um, been playing. I had a little go on Bomberman R online. Yeah. Okay, Which how is I, it? I actually enjoyed that. It's not bad. Keep forgetting that, that is a thing. Yeah. It just takes a while to load, I found. It's not too bad. It's It does take a little while, but... But once you're in you, the game, though, it's good. Yeah, if you die, like, immediately, then it's... Yeah, you're just sitting on a loading simulator. Yeah. But um, after you get a little bit good at it, it's it's pretty good game. It's pretty loyal to the original. Yeah. 
Um, and I had, <coughs> I've been playing, in fact, just before we started recording this, I had another go on Tetris 99, mm-hmm. um, which I absolutely love. I haven't played Tetris in quite a while. Um, there are, a f- I don't know if you guys have played it. Not 99, no. no. Briefly, I've played like one. Some of the controls are really bizarre. Like there's, um, you press up to to put the piece down exactly where it is. Oh. Um, oh. It's quite yeah. What does down do? Down makes it go down faster, but, but up make it go down immediately. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, and I mean, I've been having really good fun with it, but sometimes I'll press a like the L button or something, and it'll make the piece go down exactly where it is as well, which is really oh. frustrating. So I have to learn to keep my fingers off the triggered buttons on the top. Yeah. Um, I'm playing in handheld mode. I might have a go with the um, detached Joy Cons and mm-hmm. see how that goes. So I'm not awesome enough to have a, a pro controller yet. I might try with the GameCube controller. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, and then it'll be like... Try everything with the GameCube controller. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, of course, uh, I don't think you guys know about this yet, but our game of the month is Super Metroid. Um, and I have been playing quite a lot of that. Having never played a Metroid game before, I... And you were going to start with Metroid 1. Yes. Yeah, I've heard that's not... <laughs> it is incredibly unforgiving, incredibly, like, tedious. Yeah. For the time, it was great. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's, like, there's like these annoying bits where if you haven't got much health, you have to track, like, 15 minutes back, apparently. Uh, like, I can't remember. Yeah, I felt the last time I did it, and... Um, yeah, they're very unforgiving games, like the games were back in those days. Yes. Yeah. Like when when games got to the Super Metroid, they became like very very stable, very very conscious and more user friendly. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way to put it. I I definitely enjoy every version on the SNES of any game that's ever been produced on the NES. Yeah, which might seem a bit snobby, but I think Not it's just like you get just the right amount of extra graphics as well, like you know with the sixteen bit and what you think the extra buttons the... and the extra quality of life's just nice. After the game crash and what was it eighty three or eighty four. Nintendo were only just starting to make video games, mm. and so the NES is kind of a trial period for them. Yeah, yeah. the NES obviously they they knew what they were yeah. doing by then. And so. then you just that's it. Comparing like Metroid on the NES to the SNES is just like you'd be like, wow, I can't believe these two games are like. Mm. I I got to the menu of um even just the startup menu um of Metroid the first one, and then turning on Super Metroid it's. Mm. Even that was yeah. just stark difference. <laughs> yeah, like it's a huge difference. Some of the Mario's titles and stuff aren't such of a huge difference, but yeah. Metroid's a massive difference, especially oh, if you yeah. play like Metroid Two on Game Boy as well. Huge difference as well. Oh really? Massive, yeah, yeah. Because it's very similar to Metroid One, obviously, in that very, oh, very basic. But it set the set the pace, set the tone, and Super Metroid is. I'd say like ninety percent of people would agree it's the best one. Yeah. By far, yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. So, well, yeah, we'll have a very good in-depth discussion of that next week. Was it next week? Check, let's check the calendar. <laughs> calendar says... Uh, no, oh, it's two weeks. So we'll yeah, we wait. haven't got anything for next week. Because next, next week, this is a month with five Thursdays. Yes. Oh, yes. So, so we week. get a free-for-all next week. Yay. And then, yeah, we'll discuss it on the one after. Because I'm planning on doing a couple more uh, Metroid runs. I want to try and do some of the runs where you skip certain items. Mm-hmm. Because there's a way to skip the spore boss, and get super oh. missiles elsewhere first. Oh wow! So um, because the because the, the they're 
as we've mentioned before, there's um, a version of a mod of Metroid called Super Metroid Impossible, mm-hmm. where yes. the guy that made that actually patches it out so you can't do any of the skips. Oh. <laughs> but you do collect things in a different order. The, the game is set up completely differently. Okay. Very so, cool. What was the last thing you remember doing on Metroid at the minute? Uh, getting it? stuck. <laughs> well, that's quite a common thing in that game. It was one of um, the levels where it's like really tall and you have to work your way down to the bottom and I can't remember what is the, the rooms is it, were. Is it red coloured? I honestly can't remember. Because there is a classic section in that called the Red Tower. Right. It's just a big, long tower, but it's all the sides are red. I Maybe. don't know. Do you remember the last power-up you required? No? <laughs> no, not the end of the world. No. I remember a little while ago I got the... Was it Spacer or something? The three the, the gun. The extra yeah, gun expansion. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got something else after that. Have I you, think I was meant to get it before that. Have you been inside the menus yet and turned off certain equipment? Because you can turn all your equipment individually on and off. No. Yeah, it's really weird. You can yeah. actually what recombine guns. <laughs> yeah, it's you like can make the, your own little like loadout. Because obviously all the guns have different animations and different effects, but you can actually turn certain guns mm-hmm. off, turn certain guns on, yeah, okay. and not all the guns can actually go on. One of them will always turn one of the others off uh, okay. later on in the game, but you'll find that out. Mm-hmm. So that's really random. They let you disable power-ups. Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah, and there's some yeah, runs and some things people do where they disable certain power-ups because it disables certain effects. Okay. The game's really strangely interesting like that. Like, like, why would they let you yeah. do it? Yeah. There's no real need to. You just get stronger every time you get a power-up, but they let you turn stuff off. So... <laughs> but you'll, uh, you'll see that when you, if you tinker yeah. around with the menus... I don't want to talk about it too much now. Yes, of course. The hope is real. But, uh, it is. Yeah. Honest, having never played a Metroid game, I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's really, really good. Really Very unique clean. and fantastic. And that is pretty much all that I've been playing. I think on Tetris 99, I'm level 6 now after a few games, and I really want to keep playing that because it's just amazing. And, of course, I'm... I'm <sighs> It's too expensive to buy now, but I do want to get Smash Bros for it. Mm. And I'll be playing some Mario Kart online, I reckon. Um, maybe getting Violet a bit more used to it so she can play online with me. Which, oh, I'll yeah. be able to beat yeah. you guys online now. Yeah, <laughs> we have to need so to... you'll be able to beat you guys online? Yeah. You won't even count, like, you won't have no sympathy. I'm just going to beat you yeah. online now. Yeah. As well. Well, can you play local multiplayer? Like, lo- local multiplayer online? No, just the, like three of us with our switches. Yeah. For what Mario Kart? Yeah. yeah, you can yeah. do that. Yeah. Presume, uh, what without us all having? The game well, without or, us having the game. Or, uh, I think yeah. you don't need a cartridge. Yeah, because you don't have a Dijon. Not anymore, no. No. Don't think you can, though, can you? I don't know. Some games can, like some yeah. games can be shared from yeah. certain Nintendo no, consoles. No, the, the Mario Kart on DS you can, but I don't know yeah. about the Switch yeah. version. Okay. No, no, that's fine. Okay, so now that we've blundered on, I don't know how long this episode is actually going to be because we've got to cut so much from it already. But, um, Mr. Newsman, what news have you for us this week? I have got some news. Awesome, because that is your title. That is my job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we did. Um, yeah. Yeah, first things first is that the new uh, Resi animation film thing was out on Netflix. And I have watched it. Any good? And I think it is very good. Yeah? Um, I'm still trying to place where it fits into the timeline. But 
it's involving uh, protection of the president. Um, so I'm thinking around Resi 6. And it says, there's a line in it that says, um, they're talking about Leon and how he's just back from protecting the president's daughter, which is Resi 4. Yes. So it's around Resi 4, Resi 6 timeline. Okay. And it does go close to the games, which I was really happy with. There's only like four episodes out at the moment, but they've done a really good job with them. So I, that's, that, that's definitely cool. worth watching. Um, yeah. <laughs> with that in mind, have you heard the rumours about Netflix moving into the gaming area? That is uh, my next bit of area. Area. Yeah. yeah. So Netflix are <laughs> are thinking or are going to we don't know yet and I can confirm there's a very very high chance a very high chance that Netflix will now stream games as well because they hired someone very yep. particular yep they have hired a guy called uh, Mike Verdu who is a former EA and Facebook executive and he's now um, got his job reporting directly to Greg Peters who's the Netflix CEO and there was talk about doing games Via their platform, so it's not going to turn to Stadia, is it? That's what they were going for. <laughs> yeah, they could no. be. I'm not kidding you. They <laughs> so were. The, State Stadia. But that is, is a really good point of topic for uh, tonight, because that is definitely part of it. There yeah. are things that have failed because of it. Yeah. But did he used to work at EA or Activision yeah, or something? He was. So he um, is from a gaming background, and yeah. that's why everyone's like, "Whoa, what's They've going on?" Important for this right. three, though, I found that. They've said uh, there will be no extra cost to subscriptions. Yeah, see, that would possibly make me get a Netflix subscription because I don't. I just I have my own server yeah. for everything. So, but it's got to be. Although my internet's not amazing. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Hey, at least the switch is going to be um, land now. <laughs> yeah. So they said, yeah, be no extra cost, and it's going to happen within the next year, um, but no actual dates yet. And then eventually, Netflix will move into music. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's too much competition out there for. I don't think they would earn enough revenue by doing music. We've got things like Spotify and. You got Amazon. Amazon and so. You pull three of those in a centralized app, people will move. You think? Yeah. Why would they? Ease of life, one app. I know people like Spotify, but if they if they move for gaming, Mm. they will. Yeah, but there's nothing really for. There isn't really a gaming thing that works currently is there for game streaming games because they say Stadia is a waste of time Stadia works yeah but <laughs> it's got a bad rep and no one likes it so no, what, what Netflix going to do differently what I found interesting mm. was that um, I didn't realise with Game Pass for Xbox mm. you, I, I didn't even think about this before I have no idea why but you don't actually need an Xbox to have that you no, can just get on PC no well, you can do it on a tablet or something yeah. Because you can just stream it. Like with that new advert they have with the other oh, yeah, with, controller. Which yeah, is potentially, yeah, with controller. the streaming thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can just get Xbox Ultimate and then you stream. don't even need the console. That's the way Nintendo, uh, Microsoft's going. They're going for this kind of, we are here, we're everywhere. But they're doing it right. They've built it up on their own platform first mm. and now they're pushing it out. But the thing is, they've had the money to do that. Yeah, because PlayStation have PlayStation now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Which I've never, Xbox. I've never used ever. I mean, you get um, AAA titles first day of release are on Xbox. Yeah. Like on Game Ult- Game Ultimate, and it's like PlayStation could never do that. No. It would cost too much for them to do it, and I mean, 
uh, Microsoft might be losing money through Game Pass, but within the next year or so, they're going to be making so much more money. Mm-hmm. So, <coughs> my two cents. Yeah. Um, next bit of news is some kind of riding or something Sean said about the crossplay waifu. Waifu, yeah. Crossplay waifu. Crossplay waifu. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so, <laughs> Battlefield 2042, which is coming out soon. Is that a bit of a mouthful? <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I, I was like, oh, that's a long word. Um, and also, the same same thing, kind of same thing, uh, Call of Duty Warzone is having the same issue. People are basically complaining that PC players are allowed in with crossplay because <laughs> of the advantage of having a mouse and a keyboard. Yeah. Why would they allow that in crossplay? They do. So, currently. why they don't just do what Blizzard do with Overwatch? What do they? They just house you. They pen you all together. So crossplay works on Overwatch now. It's been here for maybe a month. If you play with console friends, you can only be pulled with other console players. Mm. But if you have, you can have one of your friends join you from PC into your, into your group. But then you're at, then you have access to everyone. They just pen you so off you based on your can, current party. That makes much more sense. Yeah. Well, what Battlefield have uh, said they're going to do for the new? So why don't they just do the same? If they can tell you're on a console, yeah. only put you with other that console players. Um, they're giving you the option to opt out of PC crossplay. So <laughs> yeah, but you have that as well on Overwatch. They just yeah. do it in advance for yeah, you. Yeah, but like, this they, is just an actual feature. They fill you in advance, yeah. So Cause that, that's because, like, nah, like, playing against PC players is insane. Yeah, yeah. By default, that should be off. But yeah. apparently, for Warzone, a lot of people are complaining about it that it's not, and they're getting it's uh, lobbies of PC players even an option. against, like, a... That's basically having cheats on. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that people were saying is that like people have an aimbot and shit because they can spin so quickly with the mouse. Yeah, your DPI is huge compared to a mm. controller. So that was, yeah, that was on there. And the last bit of news, um, which I know Sean knows about this one, is the Mario uh, that sold. Did I? Yeah. Uh, so, what was the other? There was another game that yeah, was also pulled. Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. Was it Zelda? Yeah, that was new pulled? record of games. Uh, new record of games sold. Population of the Zelda NES sold for eight hundred and seventy thousand dollars. That's the second version of it. Yep, but it was, yeah, uh, but it was shortly lived. After a few days later, a PSA nine point eight graded boxed copy of Mario sixty four sold for one point five million dollars. So this is a problem. But it's one of only five five copies in that grade. But oddly, another one, another copy of SM sixty four. Sold at the same auction, rated nine point six, so nine point eight, nine point six, sold for thirteen thousand dollars. But point two makes a difference. So point two. It comes made... down to the same thing with graded magic cards, graded Pokemon cards. Mm. The, like when it gets to the high tiers like that, every single point. That's matters. a massive difference. Uh, I think because um, that the first Zelda one that was um, sold. Mm. Was that the one that was on the Bargain Hunter program or something? No, it's, yeah. a gold, it's a gold cartridge one. What game was on the Bargain Hunter? Uh, sure. Not Bargain Hunter. It was on a program. They were trying to sell it to okay. a, a thrift store. Like a not I, thrift store. But, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, they put it on there to basically advertise the fact that it was for sale. But you asked for like one million, like something ridiculous to mm. get the... Get, they had media attention exactly, basically yeah. and then they put it on this auction site and sold it for however much it was I think from what I have learned over the last few days it was rated by Water Games I'll go I'm into not, them I'm not familiar about game I know about card rating yeah, like the companies yeah. that do cards but I'm not familiar with no. I'll games. go into it because that's, that's clearly a bit different companies yeah 
But apparently, um, the owner had some ownership of that game. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so that's a. So the owner rated it himself, kind of thing. Well, the company, the owner of the company, had ownership of part ownership of that game. Apparently. Oh, so they potentially then bumped up the. Which score. is basically what they do. Yeah. But I will, yeah, I will yeah. get into that later because they're assholes. <laughs> Don't get your game graded. That's all I'm saying. That could be a slippery slope, though, for the future. There's been a huge boom in cards doing that lately, like just all over the place. Mm. Um, Do you know how many companies there are that grade cards? Um, I There are a bunch, even in the UK now, but the ones that really matter are PSA in America. Yeah, They have, I think their turnaround time, I think someone told me like their turnaround time is now well over a year. Wow. <laughs> They're yeah. that backed up. So what makes them better than all the other? They're the original. Yeah, they're, they're just like, like the originals. They've been doing it for longer. Yeah, they're they're considered. You know, like when you they're the they top have of like the top, a reputation. Yeah. Um. So a PSA graded Beckett is also another very highly regarded one. Mm-hmm. There's a new one in the UK. I've been following, and they they turn their things around in within weeks. Okay. But when you don't know all of these companies are using the same exact metrics, a lot yeah. of them use scanners and like mm-hmm. actual computers and stuff to check on things which is good for like precise measurements and things but game grading could be another slippery slope it could be going bad for us box of copies of games now could start vanishing for grading purposes the other thing with um, PSA is you know that they're a well known company so you're not going to be as concerned at sending like a 10-20 grand card problem is it's got to go to America for that Mm. so fucking hell yeah. Yeah, that's a Royal Mail losing that one. <laughs> I got annoyed. They lost my copy of Metro Prime about two months ago, so. Really? Yeah. Still, have you still not bought that? I bought another one since. The, the guy wow. gave me a refund, it never turned up, so. Wow. And then my game, actually, funny enough, I got an eBay a message about that game, that DS Lite, and he messaged him when, um, did you get it yet? It's still showing as in transit, and I'm like, yeah, I've had it a week. Uh, <laughs> wow. But. It uh, happens. The, that Metroid Prime is the first thing I had go missing in I honestly don't know how long. Yeah. Like, it's just been that reliable. Amazon's worse. They they <laughs> sent me a message the other day and they were like, um, we've delivered your pa- package. And I'm like, no, you haven't. And they're like, yeah, we have. I'm like, no, you haven't. Turns out my neighbour had it. And, but they didn't even put the card through the door saying it's at your neighbour's. Oh, they've done that to me They before. just said it was here. That's and exactly luckily what she's I think honest and my hands did to Emily it was about five houses down that way and they'd emailed her saying that it was there they, oh. yeah they hadn't let us know at all so she had yeah. no idea where her parcel was yep. all, but it had been delivered that, that's all she knew mm-hmm. sounds about right yeah <laughs> um, yeah that's all my news cool so Sean yeah I've I'm a take... bit, I, I can I can uh, contribute this week I've got some cool bits started following my own rules and actually like snapping these things uh, as screenshots which I will be doing from now on <laughs> so Tencent are planning to create a handheld to rival the Switch oh I did briefly see this I haven't looked in, in, into any detail because I saw Tencent and so does it on. does it track you everywhere you go and that's exactly what I commented <laughs> probably like, well, the thing looks big details. enough to have its own satellite built in um, on that Note though, uh, today Valve has announced their own one called the Steam Deck, but it also, none of these two have detachable Joy Cons as far as I'm aware, or a Joy Con equivalent. They're basically Switch handheld, like the Switch Lite mm. style console. They're going to be more PC based, aren't they? Sure. Yes. So, you can so plug the Steam into one them. runs on Steam OS. Right. It can stream games via every 
thing under the sun. Mm. Um, it comes in various different like configurations with more storage and um, like one has a special screen. Like the, the 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 Steam one looks crazy. It's got really strangely sort of positioned buttons and two touch pads, touch screen. Mm. Um, oh, that's cool. I don't know if you can see. Oh, that looks quite nice. I don't Sorry, care. Underneath, uh, underneath the F and underneath the T <laughs> are two touch pads. Oh, I wow. like the curved bottom. That yeah. But see how close and like the oh. buttons are in the top left and top right. Yeah. So yeah, this will be th- and then you'll close. be a- this thing will probably be able to run Xbox Ultimate Game Pass Live. Yeah, all the gold doodad. I don't um, know why, but it reminds me of looking at Game Gear. Yeah. As well as many, many other things. Um, but yeah, those buttons are And that's got a dock as well, and then you can um, plug peripherals into it, and obviously it'll output via USB-C. It's just like Steam made a switch, except they didn't want the controls to come off. But the problem is, the more that it can handle, the more that they're going to have to fit into it, which is going to make it heavier. Mm. Yeah, so I don't really know. I think there's some like beta models out there, maybe. Yeah. But it runs your entire Steam library. And Steam Library is something else we discussed today. Mm. Steam Library is the big digital component yep. of the thing. Mm. Um, okay, so this one's great. Final Fantasy fourteen is now so popular they've stopped selling it digitally. Say so what? They sold all their copies. <laughs> they sold all their copies? <laughs> That's essentially it. The, the headline is Final Fantasy fourteen is so popular that Square Enix stopped selling it. Sorry, the server has run out of copies. Yeah, it's just got <laughs> restock. They they <laughs> clearly weren't planning on being like Warcraft levels, and it's heading what? that way. Damn. Yeah, uh, and then can my you fir- still buy it physically from them, or? Oh well, you can probably buy a physical copy somewhere, but they're not selling any more digital ones. Like I don't think they can handle any more people at the minute. I'm not sure <laughs> what was going on. I thought that was a fairly decent headline that self-explanatory. But... <laughs> and the last one, which is a really, really, really weird one, do. You... You obviously know of Final Fantasy X. Oh. You know there was a sequel, Final Fantasy X 2. Yeah, I've heard of it. There's now rumours going around of a third... Ten <laughs> three. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it has not been taken off the table. But why it's being talked about now is... like. So com- what year was Ten released? Like the original? It's PS2. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and Ten Two 2 is also PS2. Um, wow. But yes, weirdly, Square Enix has not ruled out Final Fantasy X 3. I don't honestly know what's going on. They've already written the plot. That's the weird bit. But why are they waiting like 15 years? 20 years? Maybe wow. 20 years? Yeah, 20 years. I don't know. But apparently it might take a long time to become an actual game. <laughs> but if they're just starting to talk about it now then... But they have the plot. <laughs> like it's mental. They, have a they haven't They have like... I wish. They haven't... Um... <laughs> wow! Told everyone what the plot is. Have they? No. Good. Because that'd be quite. That'd ruin. But they me. have a plot. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's everything I'm bringing to the news table. Be good. Everyone's making a switch, <laughs> and Final Fantasy is having a couple of crises. Crises. Crassi. 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 Right. Uh, got two bits of news. The new Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. You mean Super Smash Bros. Super Nintendo, Nintendo, Super, Nickel- Super Nickelodeon, Super Smash Bros. Exactly. <laughs> Two. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Four-player online kick your ass with, pants. with local co-op fighting, um, featuring like Michelangelo, Leonardo, Invader Zim. I know, I right? Fucking love. Uh, Is it like what's their name? Uh, Reptar. 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 Yeah. Reptar. <laughs> 
SpongeBob, Patrick and Sandy, and freaking Powdered Toast Man. Yes, I couldn't. Who not was the other one? That. Uh, what's the girl from Hey Arnold? Oh, uh, El- Elga. Oh, Elga. So, yeah. I think it might be Hel- her. Helga. Helga. That's the one. Is that yeah. one? Yeah, it was yeah. Helga as We were well. both yeah. on the same Yeah, same yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh man, Smash Bros, you can get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it plays as well, but obviously... It looks it's... like it plays like Smash Bros. I just don't know how they end up like, defeating each other. It's not going to play anything like Smash Bros. It'll be like no. n- uh, Nickelodeon's version, because they've done like kart racing games before that are absolutely terrible so it'll be like a watered down version but I'm hoping it's still playable yeah it will be because it's actually got unlockable moves as well okay yeah so the more you play the more moves you get so I like the fact that they've gone yeah (laughs) gone down a completely different path for for that they're not like trying to well they're obviously jumping on the Smash Bros bandwagon yeah it's a bit late but um yeah, it's nice. No, it's not, mate. Because PlayStation All Stars exists if you've ever played that. I that rings a bell. I think we've talked about that before. Sony yeah. made a Smash Bros. Yeah. Sony made it. So it includes like Nathan Drake, I think, and stuff. I might actually have that. I do for my Vita. It's actually really quite good on Vita. Uh, okay. What was it called, sorry? Uh I think it's called um What did I I literally just named it and now I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Stars something I don't know. Sony All Stars, yeah, probably Battle Royale Super Mega Brawl <laughs> DX Collector's Edition <laughs> Two Director's Cut. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I might have it. I think I got it up from like Cash Exchange All Star, yeah, it's All Star something, yeah. Okay, Chris on it. I've had yeah. a meltdown. I can't remember, and you two clearly weren't paying attention. <laughs> What's <No>. that? <laughs> right, um. Yeah, have you heard of the new Pokemon cards coming out for the 25th anniversary of Pokemons? Is it the Pikachu with 25 Pikachus on it? It's, well, that's one of them. Yeah. There's like seven new cards coming out. The one I like, the, the, the Pikachu with 25 different artists worth of Pikachus on it is yes. the cool one. Yeah, it's such a cool idea. It's yeah. like all the artists that have worked on the games before. Um, uh, there's, I think, seven cards in total that are coming out. Three of the card, new cards are redrawn original Pikachu cards. Uh, the other four have Pikachu drawn on by all different Pokemon artists. There will also be a redrawn version of the original Charizard card. Um, unfortunately, the only release date that has been announced is Japan, uh, October 22nd, and there's no word of whether it'll be released worldwide or not. So, With all due respect, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Scalpels again. Yeah, that's, that's it. so true. Nothing is sacred anymore. Everything is gone. I know it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. There, there, there is no point in trying to buy anything that's special edition anymore. Yeah. Even, even if it's not special edition, I mean, the fucking consoles you can't get hold of them. Yeah. OLED um, Switch is going to be like so sparse, and nobody yeah. even wants it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, game called All Star Battle Royale. That's the one. It's rated twelve. It's five pounds for PlayStation Three. Oh, it's it is on Vita as well, right? Or did I play it on PS Three? Maybe I got it for PS Three. <laughs> I think it's PS3 and PS4 but I didn't see anything about I'm having a brain meltdown anyway yeah so now we are on to the main content of our episode obviously physical versus digital um, we've had a few quite passionate people responding has anybody's life been ruined this week not not really. Okay. I, I, I like the fact that some people... No, just, like, everyone has a very clear-cut 
Yeah. Everyone absolutely has a very, very clear-cut way on this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we've got Lean. Uh, depends. If it's Final Fantasy, then physical. Mm-hmm. But games like WoW or Guild Wars, digital. Okay, I said everyone has a very clear cut, and that wasn't. That <laughs> and the first uh, one just. But no, that out. that is actually a very good fringe case. I have to agree. I'm very much the same. I have Rocket League digitally. I do have Overwatch physically twice, ironically. Um, don't ask. Don't ask about that. I have two copies of um, Destiny Two as well. Um, it's when you have two digital copies, you've got to start worrying. Yeah, how how I is even one, got it. <laughs> that's going to bother me. Is one sealed? Of these two copies of Destiny or Overwatch, or any either. No, no, they're all open. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you forget you had a copy of it? No, because it was cheaper to buy Destiny again with the expansions <laughs> than it was to just buy the expansions to upgrade the original game. Okay, that and I bought sense. another copy of Overwatch because in cash converters they had it with the statue, but it came with the game and the steelbook. Okay, that's uh, so I have two copies of that as well. Okay, both reasons, both valid reasons, reasonable both reasons. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Words. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, carry on. Um, we have um, both My Stitch Hobbit. Uh, it's my Stick Hobbit and um, Demon Chilling, so to say, physical. Oh, and Super Nintendo Chalmers, which I have to say is the best <laughs> <laughs> in the world. Oh, I love that game. Um, yes, so they're all physical um, fans. Uh, vertical Noise. Who are an amazing punk band? Uh, punk band. Um, hashtag physical for life. Own it, don't rent it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then last of all, the unofficial controller podcast. If you haven't listened to them, do it now, or I will come hunt you down and chop off something. your penis. All right. He was like, you didn't. That was a bit far. Yeah. Well, we no. don't just have. No, we don't. Me- penis owning listeners, but at least, <laughs> but at least fifty percent of our audience is now fearing us for their penis. <laughs> so, Peni. Peni. So they will be. So yeah, just go and listen to unofficial controller podcast. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah. Always, always physical. I know it's yeah. mine, and no one can take it. Plus, what do you put on the shelf? True. Which is a very good point, and I think Sean. Oh, and and you because you got loads of Zelda. Yeah, I've got Zelda shelf. The Zelda shelf, yeah. and Sean's just got loads of physical stuff. So, who would like to go first on their shouting about physical versus digital? I don't think there's so much about going first, but I think, oh, yes. I think it's important Sorry. to discuss where we stand. We're all sitting down. <laughs> Get out of your own house. <laughs> <laughs> I think I deserved that. I really you did. did. Um, I, I started speaking, and I was like, I regret this already. I'm, But I'm going to take control, and I think... I'd like to know where you stand, Ben. Or sit, or lay down, or plank. <laughs> you take I your plank point. on the side of... I was always very much a physical person. Um, yeah, I was going to make a stupid joke, but... Go for it, mate. You, you no, I, I can't. <laughs> Sean's staring back at me, so <laughs> I think I'll pass on that. Um, That's like when you're at school and you're going to do something and the teacher catches your eye and you're like... They're like don't do it. <laughs> How have I become the parent of the group? Because <laughs> you're the, the only mature one. That's going to say most mature. <laughs> no, the only yeah. mature one. Um, yeah, basically, I've still got like loads of game cases. I've got all my PlayStation game cases and a few N64 game cases still. Obviously, they, didn't la- they don't tend to last all that much being cardboard crap. But um, they're all in storage now. 
and I have all my discs and cartridges in either containers or CD wallets, like giant CD wallets. Yeah, that's a really good method. Like, um, so Callum used to do that with his like collections of consoles. Mm-hmm. Just used to store all the cases and just have a CD wallet. Yeah. Which is also yeah. But I mean, because we do retro gaming events, it's the only way it's to do it yeah. really. But yeah. then you have to Practical worry about as well. disc yeah. rot. If you start getting disc rot in one of those ca- games and the whole lot, yeah. I'm gonna. I know it's gonna sound really obvious, but how does that even occur? I don't know. It might be Moisture, humidity. I guess. Yeah. yeah, humidity. It could be a, a, a very... So you, what you're saying is if you do store them like that, sell it for gel packs. Yeah, that's a simple way to solve it, yeah. That might actually be a good idea. Damn it. <laughs> if you need some, let me know. I need some. Yeah. I've let you know. Because um, this is, a, this is a, a tangent, but the way I store all my 3D printer filament mm-hmm. is in a big plastic container with two little dehumidifying like box things that you buy from yes. my work. Mm-hmm. And then they just slowly pull the moisture out of the air because if you get moisture in your filament... It pops and cracks as it gets heated up because obviously you're right. basically just evaporating the. the um, again, the if we're cutting this out, if you know those vacuum bags that you put a Hoover on, and are they any good to put the filament in? Yeah, resealable bags will work. I can't find them anywhere now, but um, that was my idea: was to get a couple. Create of a box. Just do what I've done. Just create a box. Yeah. You can ding me, and then just put something inside that'll absorb water. But yeah, silica gel packs. Yeah, stop no, the that's rot. a really good idea, actually. Stop! Every time rot. I have a silica gel pack stop at work, like from from a box or something, I just take it home and, I stick it, in, and I stick it yeah. inside this <laughs> filament box. A, a packet of silica gel. Stop the rot. Rot stopper. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I like your solution, though. Your solution is... like I find a lot of people will have a solution for their particular setup. And you have a very unique setup and a very unique use. Well, to be yeah, to be fair, I haven't had much choice in what I do with them, so I've been forced into that position, and it's a position I'm very happy to be in. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, the weird thing is, now I'm more digital because I have a very, very short attention span. So mm. it's just like I want that game, I want it now. I'm just going to download it. And PlayStation always have really good deals on, so it's like if and Nintendo, Nintendo, definitely not. Um, but if I see a game on the PlayStation, Violet's like, "Oh, can we get this game?" I'll be like, "Well, let's see how much it is." I was like, two quid." Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's part of the like the way that this all pans out in the end. Mm. Like, the cost can be such a huge factor. To impulse purchases, yeah, and why Nintendo don't get it is beyond me. Mm. Yep, yeah, but then you have to worry about with the um, the PSP store now closing, PS3 store was threatening to close, and the PSV store closing. It's like, especially for the PS Vita, when you got proprietary memory cards, if you've bought loads of games and you've got nowhere to store them, you're you actually get loads. You used to get loads. You used to get a game every month from PS Plus. Oh, cool. Um, I don't know what they're doing about the downloads, though. I don't know if they're... Are they definitely disabling the ability to download anything you own? No, no. Oh. But eventually they will. I was going to say, if there's yeah. no server running, where, yeah, are, they, where are you leaders, downloading it from? You're, you're downloading it from the servers, you just can't buy them. Oh, the the, 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 the store, essentially, is shut, but the servers... Yes, the storage, yeah, the but store. the, the storefront's gone. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. See, that's a... That's a hard... That is a like a necessary evil. Mm. It is, yeah. 
Because how are they going to concentrate on new, new games and new servers yeah. for those new games? Exactly. Because new games are getting bigger and bigger. Obviously, you can fit that one game to about 500 of the old games, yeah. <laughs> as we've discussed when you've times. worked out how many cartridges Final Fantasy VII yeah, fit. Like, when you work at, just work out how big a cartridge is for an older console, or like how big, obviously, most people know how big a DVD or a CD is, mm-hmm. or a Blu-ray even. Like, yeah, they're more commonly known numbers. Mm. And it's just... Yeah, it, it they're just taking up tons of space these days. Yeah, it's a really tough choice I think these days, and I have the hardest time with Nintendo. Yeah, because if you ever decide you don't want a Nintendo game, they're worth a lot of money still. Yeah, they hold their value. Everything but you, Nintendo. But if you overpay digitally in the first place, which you basically always do, yeah, sometimes you can get cheap credit. I used to have a method that would give me effectively half price PlayStation credit. Okay. Forever. Wow. There's a few loopholes in that, and I don't think it works anymore, but I used to just do it. Um, it was via using uh, O2 SIM cards, <laughs> and they used to give you this bonus credit. Okay. used to top up a tenner, and they used to give you another tenner. Oh, wow. And it was just regular credit, and then you could go onto the webpage, and you could transfer over using a couple of tricks. Oh, okay. I found out something interesting that Nintendo do that's kind of similar to that. Yeah. You can buy... A voucher, um, and if you buy two games with that voucher, it works out a lot cheaper. I think on their website they use the example of Smash Bros and another Nintendo game. If you bought them together using, if you buy eighty pounds worth of vouchers, you could save up to thirty quid when you buy them both together. Okay, that sounds good. If it is exactly what it. Sort of says on the tin. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll because I'll like, have a look. I think I think a good a, a good thing to do sort of off the bat is if you're looking to buy a Nintendo Switch game, the thirty-five to forty-pound region for a full-blown game, that's a biting point. Yeah. Just do it. They very very <laughs> rarely go any lower. Yeah. Lately, I've seen Xenoblade Chronicles Two floating around the thirty-pound mark. I've seen like Pokemon Slap Snap just dip under thirty-five. Pokemon Sword and Shield's been around 30, but 35 to 40 is always the golden sort of biting point. And then if you were to go to CEX or somewhere and trade these games in eventually if you've had enough, you normally get 28, 30 quid back. Definitely. Sometimes they go up Mm -hmm. and you end up getting more. So there's Nintendo are the hardest people to quantify on this, but I just don't think I can buy Nintendo games digitally. No, I just don't think I can bring myself to it. There's no, there's no advantage, is there? Other than, other than you get it instantly. Yeah, but I mean the cartridges are so small, and a lot of the carry cases have cartridge holders. On they're them basically anyway, so. digital anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're just a, and you can boot the games up without having the patches. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they they will still run. It's just yeah, I just wish the cartridges held more so they could have more powerful games on there, and I wish the console was again just a touch more powerful. Yeah, just so it could do a bit more, because you're um, never obviously going to run Cyberpunk, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to run anything. Um, that gaming thing I was talking about, exclusive products for members. I think it's Nintendo Online. Um, two oh, games yes. the points. <clears throat> uh, no, it's not weirdly enough. Because oh, I know you get points. Yeah, when you, you do buy... get points with this. I as think well. as well. By the way, the family membership thing actually contains the ability to buy physical controllers, like NES and SNES controllers. Oh wow. Oh, actually, my workplace that has that pay weekly thing oh, has yeah. the um like Hori, um, Mario Kart steering wheel. Oh wow! So it's yeah. like so, uh, like something pennies a week 
<laughs> so I might actually end up buying a couple of those. Just because. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Nintendo Switch Game Vouchers program is available exclusive to online members. They're able to purchase a set of two vouchers for £84, which can each be redeemed for a download version of any game from the program's catalogue, allowing two games to be purchased at a reduced rate. Oh, okay, that's quite cool. Yeah. Um, example, uh, if you buy Breath of the Wild and Smash Bros. Ultimate, you can save up to £35.98. Okay. Which is a so, fuck ton of money. They say you can get two games for those £84, right? Yes. They say you can save up to £30. Up to. What's the RRP on those games on the Switch, on the actual store? I think... Is that why? Do you have to spend the whole voucher, the whole £85, mm. whatever it is, to get them two games? Smash Bros. is still and is that full because price. both of those games are sixty pound each digitally. Yeah. Smash Bros. is definitely oh, still full price. Breath of the Wild, I know, has come down to forty nine 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 in sale. In sale. Yeah, probably. I think that's crazy because you can get those games for, for forty pound a piece if you get lucky and just time it right. Yeah. Yeah. Phys- physical, you can get them for effectively. If that's how my brain is working that math out, I could be wrong. I wouldn't know um, exactly how it works. No, that makes makes sense. It really does. I mean, if people because otherwise you'd have that. some leftover voucher. Yeah. Yeah. And, and do you, do you have leftover voucher? It doesn't really doesn't specify, does it? I do not know. I'll have to look into that some more. Um, yeah, I would. They're only valid for twelve months as well. I've got money in my Switch account. I should really spend. I topped fifty quid up on it when I first got my Switch, and just kind of been dwindling away at it, and not really. I I used it Ooh. to buy something and I forgot what it was, <laughs> it was I think it was Rocket good. League mm. and then Rocket League went free anyway well. <laughs> yeah um. oh actually just talk about Nintendo have you heard the bad reviews that Mario Golf is getting no oh no is I, it? I really wanted it to be good it's yeah people are not happy with it people are saying I've heard at least a few times people have said that it's not a complete game it doesn't feel like a complete game which is such no. a shame it really is because I, I mean I don't know if it's just the people that are playing it it's not made for them or not because I've not seen any videos or anything like that. I've seen the trailer I think that's yeah, I, haven't. I didn't want to spoil it in case I could get a good cop- like a good price on it yeah Um, to slightly backtrack the vouchers are yeah you spend £85 and the voucher redeems for a game what do you mean sorry so it says um, you, you get a set of two vouchers for £84 which can each be redeemed for a downloaded version of any game the vouch- so you basically pay £42 per game. Right. The okay. voucher, you buy a game voucher. Okay. You don't buy a credit. You don't buy like an amount of money for your account. You buy a voucher to redeem for a game. But is that a digital? It's a digital game, isn't it? And then like the vouchers obviously last 12 months. So essentially then, yeah, you're buying, you're getting a small discount on a digital game by buying... And here we go, yeah. So Zelda Breath of the Wild is £60 digital and so is Smash Bros. £60 digital. Yeah. Is insane. Oh yeah, it's actually bonkers. I, I and they're like, the buy time... both of these, save thirty five pound ninety eight p. No, if I buy both of them, I could have a third game. Yeah, <laughs> you could buy them physical and have a third and game. Have a third game and buy the amiibo. And I guarantee you, I could probably save some money. I could still come back with like enough money for two costas, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a Big Mac if I'm lucky. Or, uh, <laughs> that's how bad it is. But well, they're advertising the new um, the new Zelda, the um, Squidward Sword. That's what it's called. Oh, I like that. Um, Squidward Sword HD um, for that's like sixty quid, and you can buy it 
even if you go into like game and buy full price, it's like fifty pound. Yeah. Why would you pay more to get it on? I mean, I've seen <laughs> countless times where it's about forty two, forty three quid with the yeah. steelbook. And yeah, steelbook. I think I might have sent you a link where it was yeah. less than forty. Yeah. I don't understand how a lot of the time you find it. Most of the time, digital games are more expensive than physical. Doesn't make any sense. No. So I've never taken the time to look into it. But yes, that doesn't make sense. No. They should be cheaper than their physical releases. Mm. There's no production cost. No. Or there's no post-production. Yeah, the only thing manufacturing for cost. is for, as you said, Chris, is getting it immediately. Yeah. That's, and this, it's not costing them. It's costing them a hell of a lot less. Yeah, if someone went, so, oh, um, do you want to buy Breath of the Wild for like £40 or do you want to pay £60 and have it immediately? I'd be like, I'm going to pay 40 Yeah. Yeah. I'll wait. Yeah. I'll even fork out for express shipping. <laughs> That's the thing. You could, couldn't you? You could pay next day shipping. And then if you didn't like it, Sell it. Sell get it. Half, you can at least get half your money back. Well, if you sell some stuff on like Facebook, you can probably get like £30 a Switch game. I'd buy people's arms off for £30 Switch games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. If someone came up to me and went, oh, I don't want my copy of like Pokemon Let's Go, and they're like, how much do you want? They're like, 30 quid. I'm like, here's 30 quid and a tub of bubble or something. I don't know. <laughs> Sweet in the deal, you know? Sloppy kiss. <laughs> and some Haribo, I don't know. But yeah, like, that's. You do that because you see Switch games on like the Facebook Marketplace and they're still around 40 quid a piece because people know they're worth money. Yeah, definitely. It's sad. It's really sad and unfortunate. And I, I think maybe that's why Nintendo have done these vouchers because that actually just about puts these games in line with retail price. Mm. Just Very a, true. Just about. Mm. And um, even then, it's still digital and you can't get rid of them. Yeah. And how much storage is on the Switch? Oh, yeah. Well, 32. Cool. Is it? Yeah, because yeah. the new one's only going to be 64. Yeah, which is still way too So low. that's after you've forked out 20 quid for 128 gig memory card. Mm. <laughs> so that, you know, that those two digital games you bought for £84 saving you some money, you then have to spend £20 of that 35 you saved to get enough space to store them. Um, and then if you live But Zelda's really impressive for the 15 gig it takes up. Oh, yeah. It's looking how... Zelda's file size is tiny. It's yeah, very th- impressive. 13.4 Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Wow. Or 15 if you include the... But it is a DLC. Wii U game. True. <laughs> That's true. It's I just... think it was originally designed for the Wii U. Wasn't yeah, it? It, was. it is just a Wii U it's game. It's a Wii U game when they ported it to the yeah. Switch. There's no benefit for it being on the Switch, is there? There's no... Mm. You don't really... Can you take advantage of any of the special controls? Mm, nothing you've Motion got. controls? You I'm have them on Wii U. it's probably just better frameworks, oh, yeah. isn't it? Because you have the Wii U gamepad. Some of the trials in the game have basically like um, you have to roll a ball around a course and get it into a little bit. Yeah. And you use the pad for that. Sounds like Resi 8. Yeah. Don't know, I've not played that. Disappointed. Village, isn't it? Yeah. Village. 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 Right, see if I can get on the old Facebook marketplace. (laughs) So, Chris, what are your views on physical versus digital? Um, well, I wouldn't have been able to get Waifu uncovered in physical, <laughs> so that's a... To be yeah, because when you buy it in physical, woo-woo-woo, FBI turn, <laughs> not, not open up the door is here. It does open up the doors to small game developers. Yes, yes but they more accurately price their games. Yeah, yes. like that, if that realistically, if that, uh, that only got that game, one, because it was a laugh, and two, because it was really, really cheap. Yes. How much so, would you have, how much would that game have been for you to not have bought it? 
I like so it was too much. Yeah. If it was full price, I wouldn't have bought it. Yeah, but no, but like, what's a reasonable price? How much did you pay? Like two, four, two, four, four pound, pound, four pound. It's half price. Okay, let's say it's a tenner. Are you buying it? No. Thank you. <laughs> uh, easy. That's yeah. If it's under fiver, then it's worth it's, it. It's like buying stuff at the um, counter when you're paying for stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Like if I got a, if there was a new coffee out and I I it's like four quid. I'd be like, yeah, okay, we'll try it. Impulse, I don't like it. Impulse purchase. Yeah. yeah, it's not. If I don't like it, it's four quid. Matt. Yeah. Whereas if I if they said it was ten quid, I'd think more about it. Are we, are oh, look, I'm on Facebook and they have a Pokemon Sword plus the Steelbook, thirty five pound. Does that come with the uh, DLC? The meow. No, the. Oh, you mean oh, the Pokemon. islands? Yeah. No. Oh, so no, I'm, no. I'm looking for it still, and I'll be like, oh. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, 30 quid in it. Yeah, I saw that one. I saw that one. Um, but yeah, I think. Oh, um... I know who's selling it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's, that's awkward. Galcon is on offer at the moment. Like, there's just loads of games locally, and they're like Ori and um, the new. Is like someone selling a copy for £15. Mm. Mario 3D All Stars, 35 the like, Switch one. Yeah. That's rocketed up. Oh, really? Someone's paid, selling a special I'd... edition copy. Oh, look! Oh, Bayonet. I wonder who that is. <laughs> Calvin's selling it because he's got, he's got his steelbook in it. But, like, you can genuinely... <laughs> that's actually oh, a quite yeah. an expensive game. It came with Bayonetta 1 as well, if I remember correctly, but that was digital only. So that's probably used to forget. But the thing is, you could just get these games. Like, mm. Someone's literally selling Animal Crossing for 20 quid. On Switch, that's mental. You can get more on that than CX. Children. Collection from right near where I live. <laughs> well, that's already sold. It's only uh, twenty one. That was listed over a week ago and hasn't been marked as sold. And they're what? also selling a copy of Lego Movie for a tenner. But you can like Spyro twenty quid on Switch. Wow! Mm. Wow! That's for the trilogy one. I presume so. Damn, that's good. Yeah, that's the only one on Switch. Well, wait, who's yeah. selling Splatoon for forty five dollars in Switch? What? <laughs> £45 for Humans Fall Flat and Splatoon 2. Like, no, like, this is it. <laughs> These games can be found like for reasonable prices, so there's mm. absolutely no point in buying like buying them digital. digital. Mm. Or and then, for the cost that they're at. And then the other I aspect... I can't justify it. Is the um, like collectible editions... Like, you don't get anything extra by buying it in digital. Or Whereas, if you get like a Resi... And then you get like a stupidly expensive jacket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's um. Or uh, what was that game you bought with the massive, with the awesome vinyl, the artwork? Uh, Nino Kuni. Yeah, that's the one. Nino Kuni Two's got the um the I think that that edition only ended, costed me fifty quid. It was in sale, but I had the music box, the windable music box, and the printed vinyl. Yeah. Um. Again, like those are things you just cannot get. The problem we have nowadays with that is that scalpers exist. Yeah, exactly. So we can't have anything fun anymore. No, I literally had to pre-order my Metroid Dread Amiibos at five pound more expensive because game charge five quid to ship everything. What? Yeah, okay. they cost me thirty-two pound for those Amiibos because they're not in stock anywhere. But That's at least I'm going to get the them. exact reason why I've decided I'm not getting Squidward Sword because I don't want to pay. F- I don't want to um... have to buy the Amiibo. Well, well, <laughs> well, if I buy it, I want the Amiibo. And yeah. the Amiibos are like nothing. The uh, Joy-Cons came back in stock today Joy-Cons, uh, yeah. somewhere for 64 quid. But then you don't get it there apart from them looking pretty. There's nothing fancy about them. 
Whereas the Amiibo obviously now has a functionality. A big functionality. And a big mm. one at that, yeah. So I don't want to buy the game. If they hadn't have announced it, for that, what the Amiibo did, I would have probably bought the game. But now knowing that the, that, that feature exists, but locked behind You'll have to something. just use it with an NFC card. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll still need the code. Yeah, but someone will put that out. Yeah. That will happen. That'll have to be the way it's done. Yeah. It's not. It's not great, but it's a fix. I've got all of the amiibos on it in a little wallet, which I got off like Wish or somewhere, and I've, they all work. I've used. <laughs> I've been using them for Twilight Princess because um, if you scan, there's three that work. Uh, no, four. Sorry. If you scan any of the Link ones, it refills your arrow count. Um, any of the Zelda ones, it refills your health. Um, if you scan the Wolf Link amiibo, it unlocks a special level, purely for that game. But one thing they did do, which is quite cool, is if you scan the Ganondorf one, it tells you that you're going to get extra power, but what it actually does is it doubles the damage you receive. So it makes the game harder. (laughs) So Ganondorf (laughs) takes... I said, where where you would take one one heart, you take two. It kind of reminds me of the um, Lara Croft nude cheat. Yeah, that's kind (laughs) of principle. It's like... Scan it to get, like, you think, oh, you're going to get loads of power, and you scan it, and then it, it makes the game twice as hard. That's amazing. My favourite, like, extra, which in a weird way is comparable to that, mm. is when you insert a copy of Metroid Fusion into your GameCube while playing Prime. Okay. You can have the Metroid Fusion suit in Metroid Prime. Probably. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But it has to detect a copy of That's cool. That. That's very clever. Or something like that. I forget exactly how it works. But there's a way to import the suit, which is kind of that's the kind of amiibo functionality you yeah, want. Not fucking minor or cosmetic or something, not an actual thing. Yes. So, but we've we've massively. I don't even remember oh, we what. Do. Uh, we were still discussing your preference. Yeah, I think overall I would go physical. Um, I don't really see any advantage of digital, other than as I said fact that digital does have some good sales very rarely but they do sometimes um things like game pass would would also fall into digital um the catalog on game pass is such a big catalog um, i definitely think it's worth discussing the streaming services yeah like oh, I, yes. a lot of the games on game pass are big title games that you you know if you went out to buy them that I see if somewhere you'd still be pay they're older games but they'd still be like 10, 15 maybe 20 quid a game and you're getting them all included in your bundle yeah <clears throat> so that side of it I like I don't like as you were saying the idea of particularly Nintendo holding for, out for full retail price or above full retail price for a game that you could get a physical copy for half the cost and yeah. then have the fact that if you don't like it, you can get a refund, uh, or you can sell it. Sorry, and get a partial refund on what you've paid out. Whereas if you get it on digital, so like I bought Breath of the Wild or whatever it is on digital for sixty, seventy quid or whatever it is, stupid amount it's going for, and didn't like it, I've lost seventy quid. Uh, they're not going to allow me to get a refund. No. So. Um, that leads me on to something I've noticed. I have a new habit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you two would agree. We now live in the digital age, where it's now more than ever easily accessible to having demos. I love demo discs. Back oh, in the day, yeah. demo discs, demo discs were brilliant. You, you know, you've got your, games you got your magazine disc. each week, and you got your disc demo. 
I find now I don't download demos. No. Because I cannot be bothered to wait for them. No. Exactly. That's so true. And how strange is that, that we download games for ease, physical, like, you know, we physically download these full-blown games, like you say you do for speed and ease, mm. uh-huh. but we can't be asked to download a demo. Yeah. Mm. But true. the good thing is that with a lot of the demos that, like, come out before the main game come out for, like, big titles, like, what? Did Final Fantasy VII Remake do that? You can continue your game. Village done a demo release, didn't they? Yeah, but a lot of them you can continue your game from the demo if you buy the actual game. Which is uh, problem is that shoehorns the demos into being very particular parts of the uh, game and very particular parts of like story. Yes. They can't really like make a weird scenario up. Some games have done that. They've made like a special demo scenario so okay. that stops companies doing that. But yeah, demos are unusual. I can't wait until we're in the like where we're in the age that a demo is streamed to us. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point actually because it doesn't need to be fantastic quality. I suppose. No, it doesn't. Oh, it's a demo, isn't it? So, yeah. And the amount of data isn't as a thingy. Like, like PlayStation or Xbox or whatever, they should stream the demos to you. That would make me play more demos. Yeah. Being able to like instantly pick up and play that game. Yes. Would definitely. would definitely, but yeah, I don't. I haven't that come in the last time I downloaded a demo or a beta. No, just just don't bother anymore. To be fair, if I'm buying something on the PlayStation Store, then I'm more likely to watch uh, the trailer or the video because the trailer's instant access. Yeah, exactly. And you immediately know whether or not you have a, a mm-hmm. an idea that you'll like it. Or with PlayStation, you can watch people streaming it immediately just by pressing a button. Yeah, which is, you then you get some proper real life gameplay of it. Mm. So. Of course, you're then thrown in a weird, no context environment, but yeah, you can't be lucky even. And then just think back to the days where we didn't even have demos. Yeah, or YouTube. <laughs> you know, we had magazine reviews. Yes. And that was exactly all the information we went off. Or someone yeah. else had a copy of the game. Yeah, and a lot you, of those you get reviews. the Simpsons um, scenario where you don't quite get the video game you want for Christmas, so you might have to borrow your friends or. Yeah. Um, true. Like the Troy is, Death, the, the, the magazine reviews are done by the official magazine, so it's like you can't trust them anyway. No, it's such a strange turn of events that we live in. I think for the digital versus physical argument, but it's different. For me personally, I am split down the middle. Like if I can have a game physically, ninety percent of the time I will take it physically, mm-hmm. like without without shadow of a doubt. Doesn't sound like you're split down the middle. Though. <laughs> But there is, yeah, I know. I, I, it's gonna sound like, it, but there Can't are. Count now. <laughs> I, I learned to count off newsmen. There are certain things where I will break my own rules. Um, pick up and play games. Really, those games that you easily flip over to. And for me, like I know Genshin Impact only comes digitally, but that's the kind of game you hop on and off. Mm. And so that game is more suited to a digital environment. You don't really want to be popping it. Like, literally, Overwatch lives in my console. The disc for Overwatch lives in my console. And that should be enough of a sign that I should own that game digitally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not the sort of game. It's the game that you just quickly go, oh, I'm going to jump on and have a few games. Rocket League. Um, when I was playing a game called Dauntless, which is like a freebie Monster Hunter from... Uh, I forget who makes it. It's kind of like a free, free Monster Hunter-style game. Um... And I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff, but like mainly multiplayer sort of flit on games are really, really heavily suited to the digital format. 
Like when we played Ultimate Chicken Horse. I presume that was digital. Yes. Mine is as well, yeah. And it's just there, isn't it? It's just easy, it's just convenient, and it worked. It's like, does anyone want to play it? So like, cool, we can stay sat on the sofa, and we just mm. switch over to it. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic game. and I mean, it takes a little while to load, actually. But... Yeah, switch doesn't. Switch is really quick. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Might yeah, I didn't, think, I didn't think it was... PS4. I was going to say, I didn't think it was bad at all. I thought it was quite good. Mm. Yeah. So... I'm wondering if it's actually available physically. Because um, I don't think it is. Among Us has now physically been printed. Yeah. Yeah, they've re- they've recently done it. There's an an edition of it as well where you get a plushy crewmate. That's cool. Which is pretty cool. Okay, but Ultimate Chicken Horse might be getting a physical release. Hades is now physical as well. It's yeah, uh, Hades about is. to come out on PlayStation as well. That was oh in wow. I've seen that as low as eighteen, nineteen quid, even on PS Five. Dang. <laughs> One bit of thing I did do some research into. Well, I found whilst I was doing research, do you know how much um, physical copy of Fortnite goes for? Like 15 quid, isn't it? What? So, some of them can be crazy expensive. Because they've got skins with them. Is that why? Because <laughs> I've seen them for like hundreds. So when I got my when I got yeah. this phone like nearly two years ago, right, I put a post on Instagram. Mm. And I also tagged it with the model of phone it was. I then had people all over my inbox asking me for the skin that came with the phone. Because you could log into like a Huawei hub and get a skin from this phone for your Fortnite account. Really? Wow. And they were asking for it. And you go on eBay and this thing was like selling for 25, 30 quid for just a skin. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. I know. Overwatch had it as well. With the day one edition, there was a special skin for one of the characters, although all the codes have now long expired. People are still trying to sell them. It's very strange. Hmm. They expired like literally years ago. But um, yeah, people, some, certain things will have these very strange prices because of their contents. There you go. Wow. You saying about Switch games? Still sealed, is that good? Probably. Yes, because one of those games is digital, one of those games is physical. Oh, okay. Final Fantasy ten ten two bundle, Final Fantasy ten two will be digital every time. Because I've got on Vita. Still sealed. So you they give you a code for if it's still sealed, you'll get both. Mm. Who was it anyone you know selling it? Like mm. <laughs> just some random. No, I don't know that you don't know the person either. Just saw it's a switch game, twenty quid. Twenty quid's fine. That's actually not a bad way to play that Final Fantasy as well. Mm. I don't can't remember if it's got any. Oh, I think it's the international edition that actually has some extra guff in it. Okay. Because um, there was an, there's a, there's many versions of many Final Fantasies. But yeah, I, I it sounds really bad. Like I bought, I have I have Mario Kart on my Switch and I've got Smash Bros. But they're physical. Like the. I I own Hades. Phys- I literally waited for Hades to come out physically on my Switch. I'm trying to think of the digital games I own. Like di- games that are only digital on my Switch. I think mm. I downloaded Dauntless on it, but again, that was a free-to-play online digital brawler. I bought all my Pokemon games like physically. I own like I only own like ten Switch games maybe, but they're all physical. I got yeah. Rocket League because it was easy peasy and it was close and it was cheap and then it went free so I feel like a mug anyway because <laughs> yep. on the Switch version of um, that you actually get a Samus car ship oh really or Samus ship as a car wow it's only on the Switch version I think you get the Mario and Luigi That's ones amazing. as well which is really cool um, but yeah like physical all day digital for me is a convenience mm. 
And that's where none of us have a huge amount of experience, but Steam crops up. I've got a Steam account and I've got a couple of things on Steam. How many games have you got that you didn't even realise you had in your Steam account? Oh, loads. I might have like a hundred games in my Steam account. Oh, not that <laughs> and that would sound like a lot, right? Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, people, I've got like... People well, have thousands, I think. Yeah, like, literally, I think I've got because, three games. Yeah, because well, the thing is, lots of games end up being free. Lots of games end up being in Humble Bundles, which is donations to charity, which is always good. Oh, wow. And Steam just often have insane sales. Really? Steam yeah. are the leaders in that. Yeah. And you never have to change a disc. I know they had the most recent Assassin's Creed. The They had the different packages for, of it. Um, so I bought it for somebody from my Twitch. Um, it should have been £99. It was like the gold edition with everything. And it was in sale for like £9. Yeah. So it's like. like so that's the one thing I really do like about PC gaming. There is a massive convenience to it. Mm. There are always really good sales. The Epic Store also now exists, and they often give a free game away every yeah. single week. Yeah, I've had all sorts of um, stuff from them. Amazon Prime will give you freebies if you're like lucky enough to have that. But then there's something not so tactile about it. You can't collect PC games in that manner. No. They just don't exist like that anymore. No one makes physical PC games. No, that's true. And that's what really tears me, because I really love my physical games, but I also understand the convenience of them. It's a, it's a sad little... Like, I don't know, it, it it's not like a Catch-22. Um, Is that a good Final Fantasy? One and two, yeah. Two pound in Game Boy. It's all right, yeah. Locally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harlow. Okay, no. <laughs> yeah, Harlow's not local. It's <laughs> <laughs> local enough. Yeah, that, so that's a bit where I feel really conflicted because I really do love my physical games, but I can absolutely see the advantages of the PC digital age, and obviously they've been doing it for a very long time. Yeah. It's a tough... There's, but there's no argument as to why it should cost the same or more. It should be less. Exactly, but at least they do it right. At least they price point it correctly. Because mm. there's all those memes about the Steam sale, like emptying people's wallets. Oh, Steam, yeah, 100%. Steam, so. totally very by the right side of it. But, more importantly, my thought is, well, how do you guys really feel about the streaming services? Um, it harks back to Netflix. It harks yeah, back to Stadia, PlayStation they, Now, Xbox. How they work. Ultimate. I don't know. I think it's going to be a big flaw, because I think... We're not like you think if your connection drops or if you get. There's still people, like quite a high number of people that don't actually have internet at the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the um, average internet, I think, in other parts of the world compared to here is like 150 meg on average. And mm. most of us here don't have even like 30 sometimes. No. And then you get in people America, get satellite, you, get, you, you get fantastic connections. For but you're restricted, yeah. yeah. you got restrictions. I think it's a great idea for like Tokyo and places like that where they're huge like on uh, technology and they're really advanced. Yeah. But for, and maybe for the America, certain, certain places, parts of America. Certain parts yeah, of America. Sure. But as a global launch, I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's, it, it's a good idea, I just don't think, I, I don't think it will work. Yeah. Do you guys remember I mentioned a service called OnLive a while ago? No. That would involve listening to you. I know. Listening to me is literally the worst thing ever. 
Was that? <laughs> Get out of Ben's house. <laughs> You're just going to be here on your own. I'll be here on my own. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you back in tomorrow. <laughs> so on live, and maybe I can be proven wrong, but to me, on live is the oldest pioneer in digital gaming services that I remember. Okay. And it died. When was that? Exactly. That's the thing. It was that long ago. But the thing is, even people trying to do live streaming today, it it there's mm. there's no there's not enough functionality for it. So even like five years ago, there were well years ago, back in the day of the SNES, they had live streamed games. Really? Remember, I um covered this because they had a uh, link to the past live streamed two different um. There was an accessory you could buy. It was only in Japan. Uh, and it connected through a um, telephone line to into your into your phone line, and um, you had the they had uh, an orchestra playing the music live, um, and yeah, you could access these two levels live and play along with uh, um, with it on the TV. Like, but there was two games. There was uh, I'm sure it was Link to the Past had that, and there was another game they done. A lot of effort for not yeah. much point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so on live, effectively was the, I guess the first version of Stadia, the first version of PS Now, the first version of all that sort of stuff. Two thousand and twelve. Mm. Okay. So it's nearly ten years ago. Damn. And it died three years later. I'm surprised it lasted that long. Mm-hmm. Well, back in those days, we wouldn't have been ready for it yet. We weren't ready for the Dreamcast. The no. Dreamcast died. We weren't ready for uh, that either, and that didn't last very long at all. So um, what were the specs behind it? Well, that's the thing. It didn't need much, because everything was based on the cloud. It was all on their end. Yeah, that's what I mean. What, what um, did they have there? Randomly, as well, for a bit of tidbit information, they sold all their patents to Sony <laughs> in the end. Um, there was there were a few different ways to do it. Now, you could do it on any PC. Obviously, you just downloaded the program, and you just hooked up a com- controller, and it worked. They also had a box you could because the console was very cheap. Like the the console was effectively just a, a miniaturized like PC. They had a box um, like no bigger than the palm of your hand, and it just plugged into HDMI into the back of your telly, and it just broadcasted the game broadcast the games to it. Right. Which effectively makes it. I'm trying to think of its most comparable. Is it, would it be a Steam Link? Would that be the most comparable thing to it? But yeah, I guess. Kind of like an Nvidia Shield kind of thing. But, um, yeah, people's internet connections weren't good enough at the time. The games they had were okay. That's that, so, that, do you remember how I said about playing instant demos? That game system let you do it. Right. I did it. I used it. It was free. You, didn't even have, you could set up an account and you could play free demos. Oh, wow. Cool. Okay. So I actually did use it, and I did play it without any controllers or any. I actually just used, I had an Xbox 360 controller that worked on my computer at the time, and I played it and I experienced it. What was really cool was their like their homepage setup. You could you had a, the homepage and then you could press up, down, left, or right to go to different like various settings. But like if you were to press the left button, you'd go to whatever's effectively Twitch. Okay. You could oh, click cool. on anyone's screen you wanted and watch them play, and you could then cheer them, jeer them, type comments and everything. But when you when you press left and went to this screen, they all appeared in like a tile formation, like that lovely setup kind of thing you want to do with your pies. Cool. But you could literally see like a wall of TVs of everyone playing in real time. That's incredible. That's cool. People just weren't ready for it. No. And you could jump in people's games and help them out. 
you could take the controller over from them and everything. What? Like, it was literally doing what we're doing now, but we're still not ready now. <laughs> this is why Stadia is having a really rough time. They're giving it away with mobile phones. <laughs> the controller and the, like, the, the Chromecast dongle and all this. Like, I, I can't remember if there's any uh, other, like, bits and bobs with it, but it was just, like, watching videos of on live working is quite impressive. I bet. Considering it's nearly ten years ago. Yeah, that's insane. Imagine how slow the internet would have been here in ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't we'd know. Probably we probably just got broadband. Would we? We would have been on the verge yeah. of fibre, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Or at least fibre would have been announced or something. Fibre's been fiber here a lot longer like, than we realised. Yeah. That would have been like mega expensive. Yeah, and it wouldn't have even been 100 mega. It would have probably been only like the 60 to 70 sort of ratio mm. range. I reckon the internet we would have all had on average would have been like 15 to 20. Mm-hmm. But this was that's all sort of speculatory. Um, so it could run on PCs, Apple Mac, um, smartphones, and tablets, uh, and then um, like Shields and stuff like that, and Android TV, um, internet TVs. Like there were literally TVs with the app built in, and you could just sync the controller up and go. That's cool. What is that? That's in that's Stadia. Mm. That is literally what it was. Yeah. So. Yeah, the problem with Stadia, you know what the release games were, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, so the <laughs> network like... requirements were a 2 megabit internet connection uh, and 5 megabits or higher was uh, recommended with low latency. And it initially required a, a wide connection. Um, and then they did add some beta Wi-Fi and then it did eventually become a wireless sort of system. But yeah, it's it's a sad fate. Because that would have been it 10 years ago. If people had got behind it, we could have been in a different place now. But mm. I don't think I can ever fully adopt that kind of system. No. I, I, I don't think I can do it. Even because... I feel bad paying do. for Spotify because I don't own the CDs like, and the music. What we do, that kind of thing is not going to work. No, not at all. It never will work for you unless no. there's some way to like spread it out. Mm-hmm. But then you kind of lose the magic... And you just become a portable gaming. Uh, what do they? Yeah, you can just do it at home then. Yeah, it's just yeah, no advantage. Just, yeah, no. Yeah, like you just become a portable land shop. Yeah, sort of land shop. Quite, quite, you know, Nintendo being strict on their IPs and not releasing games that they've had for donkeys years. It's like it's quite beneficial to us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah, it's horses for courses, isn't it? Like everyone yeah. has a different thing or a different use, or. Um, just a, a different requirement and I just don't think I could ever fully adopt a digital lifestyle for me digital is about like ease of use mm. and even then I will probably buy a physical copy if I can get my hands on it I like seeing the things on the shelf mm. exactly that does translate though over into like comic books and movies and all this that and the other I think it's all very very comparable but yeah I, I, ju- I honestly think like the whole physical versus digital thing it's in a very strange place like it's good and bad some people are handling it well some people still don't know how to handle it properly and um, some people are so far ahead of their time that uh, the rest of the world has uh, shunned them out thankfully though at least the on live guys I guess are still having a bit of a laugh at everyone else's expense because at least like imagine if it had only been a few years later and something had actually kicked off Big, they'd have probably felt quite bad. <laughs> Just because they were sort of like new kids on the block, obtaining IPs and stuff from various mm. other people. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know if you guys have got any other layers you'd like to add on to that. You got anything? No, I'm good. No? I wanted to take a... Uh, I've got a few different topics. Um, the grading systems, which is a good, I, a good thing if you're a digital download person because grading games is just bullshit. Mm-hmm. What are games and video game authority are the two major people or companies that do the grading? And to be fair, I I know what are games is pretty corrupt. Uh, I don't know much about video game authority, but what are games especially they sell lots of games as well. So obviously they're pushing up prices so yeah. that they can make more money out of the whole uh, retro gaming scene. Um, they're run by collectors and graders that have absolutely no qualifications at all and everyone within the company just wants to push up the prices because obviously it's going to make their collections more so expensive. Saying, yeah, so they're essentially looking for good points to, to bump it up. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like that might be illegal on the uh, on the old Wall Street. I don't, they're not on Wall Street. They're but not that's the equivalent, thing. isn't it? Yeah. Like, they're, inf- they're inflating the market. Yeah, oh, so yeah. that's I don't know what you call it in that kind of like in, internal, in stocks and shares internal affair type thing. Yeah, that's what it is. if that's what they're doing, yeah. <laughs> Dickheads, that's if that's what it is, that's what they're doing. Like they're they're boosting their own shares. Yeah, pretty much. If they were a publicly traded company, then yes. I don't know if they are. They probably not. But yeah, if there's if there's any ever a time where you can in, inflate prices on something you sell somehow, like with a with another effect, then yeah, just a bit scummy. exactly. And I've I've read lots of horror stories of people um, sending their games in and not having heard anything back for absolute ages, telling them that they weren't able to grade their game because they couldn't tell whether it was a resealed copy or an originally sealed copy, mm-hmm. um, and then just randomly turning around saying, yep, we knew it was re- uh, an original sealed copy, so yeah, we've graded it. And then some people... Because you not you can't actually get into the cases once they've sent them back to you. Yeah. But people have broken the cases open and sent them off with a completely different score that they come back with. So, <laughs> you know, they're not the most reliable. It depends what the mood of the person grading it is and who you grade who's grading it on that certain day. It's absolute bullshit. It makes no sense. Yeah. There's a huge amount of trust in grading services. Gotcha. Yeah. And this is why like PSA and Becca have very like no, you know. Good reputation. Because if you can get enough people together that have things graded by the same company, you can obviously compare yeah. gradings and stuff. Um, but yeah, there is definitely corruption in that, that kind of area. Exactly. Um, another thing that I wanted to touch on was EverDrives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, if you are less able to get certain games, I'm talking of Nintendo, of course, then a lot of the time, getting an EverDrive is a much cheaper way of doing it. Obviously, I mean, I recently purchased one, basically. Yes, yeah, it was mm. an R4 card. Same thing, right? The same yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah, like one of the original um, EverDrive type things. Um, but yeah, obviously, it's slightly illegal if you don't own the original copies. You're allowed to keep the games for 48 hours. Yeah. And then I think you have to delete them. I don't know if you'd be justified in the court of law if you said that. I've just no, I genuinely think there's a time limit. I think there is actually a time limit on how long you're allowed to hold on to a ROM for. Yeah, but how do you prove that you've only had it that amount of time? Timestamp, isn't it? I presume so. When you download it, it'll be timestamped. Mm, true. Maybe. Yeah, and all you do is just keep your save file data. And <laughs> download it again and again and again. Um, um, but yeah, they're, they're, I think ROMs do serve a purpose. 
but they're yeah. more than legal if you own a, an original copy yeah. of a game. Yeah, they're like so like most things. Uh, they are legal, but they're exploited. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, uh, with EverDrive, you do get a lot of awesome modded games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get flash carts with just those games on with some really weird artwork on them like Etsy and stuff like that mm-hmm. I think that's where I got um, Sonic Jam 6 from um, There's some, like you say though with the um, special versions of games a lot of people have actually gone out of their way and made very special versions of Mario 64 yeah. optimised for certain devices and stuff and like with tweaks and stuff yes. and that's the only sort of thing that can be done digitally yes yeah exactly Exactly, um, I got I've got two EverDrives. I've got the an N sixty four and a Mega Drive one, both the pretty cheap and cheerful ones. Um, but the just go through like five different ones of the cost of them. N sixty four one goes for anywhere between one hundred and twenty and one hundred and sixty five quid. These are all from Retro Towers. Um, I think they're all built by Cricks who sells them on his website in America as well but we're talking UK and Retro Tower is probably one of the best places to get them from in the UK mm-hmm. Mega Drive goes from 60 to 180 SNES from 80 to 175 the NES one is 145 and there are, there's a Game Boy one or Game Boy ones from 60 to 130 you can get them for like uh, what is it um uh, you can get them Game Gear, Turbo Graphics, and all sorts of overdrives. Um, I'm I'm not, really not sure why the NES one is so expensive. It seems a bit odd to me. The overdrive for that. Yeah, it's one hundred. The Game Boy Advance one is horrendously expensive. They're like mm. sixty, seventy quid. I've been looking yeah. at the one for SNES. That's quite a lot. Yeah, that's eighty to one hundred seventy-five. Mm. But um, the original Game Boy is sixty to one hundred and thirty. You know, that's that's not cheap. Yeah. Um, and I think oh, there were a few points so like pros and cons I did of both um, physical pros is basically if the games come with peripherals like Donkey Konga with the bongos and the Guitar Hero games um, obviously if you've already got the games then digital downloads is uh, uh, like if you've got previous versions digital, down- digital downloads are great because you're going to get them instantaneously some uh, some games offer like extra songs and stuff like that as well, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if you download them with packs or whether you can buy them physically altogether. Can you? Um. Slight maybe tangent. Rock Band actually released both. You could get discs with songs on as well as buy those packs digitally. Oh okay. Yeah, it was a weird one. That is strange. Which one was more expensive? Uh, I don't remember because it was obviously a while ago it was back in the 360 era right um, but yeah they had add-on discs hmm. and you could grab the licenses off the discs and it would attach the songs to your account if I remember correctly Okay. but you could also pay to rip the songs from Rock Band 1 to port them into 2 pay to rip the songs from 2 to port them into 3 and vice versa uh, okay yeah. they were quite they were quite generous you had to pay an extra fee to take the game the, the discs off the songs off the disc but yeah they, they did it that's pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah, I think I'm about done. So, yep, that's me in a nutshell. Um, anybody else have anything else to mention? No, not especially. 
Cool. Okay, well, um, we will go on to the quiz. So massive thank you to Tim from the 4 O'Clock Robots for our lovely quiz theme tune. Would you roll that audio for us, Chrissy baby? Hey there. What time is it? Is it time for a quiz? You bet your bottom dollar, friend. That's exactly what time it is. Quizzy, 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 quiz. Quizzy, 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 quiz. Got any more pixels? With Ben, Sean, and Chris. Boop. Thank you. <laughs> that was the worst audio roll. That ever. was. <laughs> that was the right. worst audio roll that ever rolled. <laughs> right, so Chris was going to do uh, a music um, quiz for us this week, but he instead used that time to make my daughter for her birthday an amazing, like, Minecraft family for us. If you check out my Instagram, you can have a look at there and see what awesome stuff that he made instead. So we are off to Sean for another quiz this week because Chris we had do. better things to do. Yes. <laughs> this week on the generic quiz show. Uh, right, so I literally just called this spare quiz. So this is the spare quizzy quiz. Yay! Um, we have 10 very random questions. Well, with multiple choice and a little bit of tidbit of information about each particular question at the end, uh, at the end of each question. Very good. There's cool. no real rhyme to any of these, uh, except there is one. I think I did manage to conjure up one that was. Um, yes, one of these does reference a physical game cartridge. <laughs> one's on, <laughs> so one's on theme, because um, I didn't didn't have as much time as I normally would to create a quiz. No, primarily because I told you quite late into the night that you had to do this. Yes, so I uh, I got my quiz on. Very good. Uh, right, Very good. so without further ado, we're going to start with question one. Remember, these don't have any real rhyme or reason. They have multiple choice, mm -hmm. and I presume you two would like to work together. Yeah. Funk, yeah. Question A. Fantastic. Question what? Question, question A. The first. Question, question the first. first. Oh, God, I it up. Someone listens to me. What? You listen to him more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it means he forgets more. <laughs> Okie dokie. Right, question the first. Okie dokie dokie pen. Feel free to jump in if you know these answers before I read the rest of them out because some of these you might just know, okay? Okay. Which Mortal Kombat character has the ability to transform into a dragon? Oh, God. It's... No, God is not a player <laughs> of the character. I was going to... Next uh, Smash Bros. Kung Lao. The bunny does the bicycle kick. You're, you're actually not far off. I'm going to give it to you. It's Liu Kang. Liu Kang, oh, that's well it. Done. Well done. I'm going to let him have that. I'm not even going to read the answers. Like, and the it turns into a dragon. And you would have got it from the answers because you knew most of it. So yeah, um, I'll give you a big old W better. for that. Um, arguably the most memorable fatality from the classic days of Mortal Kombat is Liu Kang's ability to transform into a dragon and buy his opponents in half. Half. That's the physical demonstration there. Yeah. Can I carry on? Yeah. Okay. Question 2.0. Which video game is generally considered to be the original third-person shooter? Would you like the answers? Oh, God. I think... Can I say what I think it is? Yeah. I, uh, this is not going to be locked in. I think Quake. Well, that's not even on the list of answers. <laughs> <laughs> that's not there, then. Uh, you have to choose from Goldeneye. 
Duke Nukem, Wolfenstein 3D, or Doom? Okay. Doom. I saw that is, let me finish what I was saying is it's definitely not, not the right doom. answer yeah, <laughs> so good recovery yeah. Wolfenstein then Ben what do you think third person shooter mm. what, like, what is considered to be the original third person shooter um, I thought Doom came first but obviously not Wolfenstein must have been they were both very close together so what were the games again sorry Goldeneye Doom Nukem Wolfenstein and not Doom <laughs> uh, Doom's I'll, like the red herring there I'll go for Wolfenstein because the other ones I'm sure are they, first person they, um, third person is when you're behind the gun yeah no when you're behind the person okay yeah Wolfenstein isn't then yeah this is a terribly worded question because Wolfenstein's third first person as well yeah why well, have um, I written down third anyway are we talking about first person yeah they're all first persons aren't they even Duke Nukem is yeah. I thought so I was thinking. <laughs> so I was like, well, it's definitely not Goldeneye then. Right. <laughs> first. first. Right, anyway, first I, just, I screwed that one up. No, 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 they screwed that one up. We'll say they did. So, um, Doom, Quake, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. They, are all thir- they are all first-person shooters. That's yeah. why I didn't blink at me saying third. They are all first-person shooters. And it's definitely not Doom. No. Okay, so Doom. It's got Doom. Wolf. So you do think it's Wolfenstein? You're okay. going for it. Okay, we'll go for Wolfenstein. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's Duke, but you know. No, it is Wolfenstein. Oh, okay. Yeah, Doom pretty, def- So um, sure Wolfenstein 3D is credited with being the original first-person shooter, though games using a similar point of view date as far back as 1973, uh, with a program called Maze Wars developed for students of NASA. Oh wow! But yeah, it's like the that's because it's a. It, I think Wolfenstein was like 3D on 2D or something like that because mm. of the way the camera and that. Worked, but it was basically the same as very similar. Wolfenstein's a lot older than people realize. Yeah, it was very similar to Doom, yeah, but just with people rather than monsters. Yeah, Nazis. Yeah, and Hitler. Question: Who, who funnily enough, the third. was a Nazi? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you, might, you guys might be able to tell me this off the bat because this is uh, all about Ben's favorite uh, franchise, Pikachu. <laughs> Damn it, that's one of the answers. Uh, no, it's not. Which Mario character has appeared in all but one Mario Party game? Sonic. I was going to say Mario. <laughs> your answer, your options are Toad, Bowser, Wario and Shogo. Well, the casino that this was I Ben's... I think it's Toad. I think it's not. <laughs> Is he the Toad? I don't know, you can't like... judge. I think... I'm going to oh, go... Wait. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Toad. Toad, then, yeah. We'll go with Toad. Toad. <laughs> oh, it's really... Uh, put a big old L in there for oh. losers. Is it Shy Guy? Yeah. It's Wario. Wario. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the 15-plus games that make up the Mario Party series, only Mario Party Advance didn't feature him. Wow. What did he do? <laughs> wow. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Was he circumcised? I like you said wah. 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 like the Audi version. Wah. Wah. Sorry, Audi. You are cool. We love you. Question D. How long did it take Marcus Pearson? 
person? I don't know. The guy that made Minecraft, how long did it take him to make the first version of Minecraft? Well, he stole the idea of someone. Oh, he's done that in... I've had that as one of my factoids. I can't do, you want a, do you want the answers? Yeah, or shall yeah, I... yeah, yeah. One week, one month, one year, five years. One week. It was really yeah, short It's time. been one week since you looked at me. Do you trust him? Oh, never, but we'll go with one week. Correct answer. I mean, it was a really short time. Uh, Notch released the alpha version of Minecraft in just six days with a fully marketable version coming out two years later. Mm-hmm. So the game is playable in under a week. I mean, when you're just animate, like programming blocks, I guess. <laughs> Alright, question 5.0. Which iconic video game character originated as a simple placeholder? Your answers are Kirby, Yoshi, Pikachu or Link. Kirby. Who's the second one? Yoshi. Pikachu. Yoshi, Pikachu, or Link. Link. Either, either Kirby or Yoshi. I was thinking Pikachu. No, Pikachu, I don't think was close. No. Oh, no, because we already, we've talked about Pokemon with the original Pokemon. Pikachu was a, um... It won't Pikachu. Um, He's their like, main franchise. You think Yoshi? Mm, I thought that Yoshi or Kirby? Yeah, I think Yoshi because Kirby had its had mainline games. Let's go for Yoshi Mitsu. Mm. <laughs> I'm afraid that's a loss. Uh, Kirby is the correct answer. Um, uh, Kirby was a little shape they used as a character placeholder. Should have guessed. He's just a ball. <laughs> yeah, and it just ended up being a character, and they were like, "Oh, that looks good. Let's turn that into a thing." Um, yeah, that question was a little bit loaded. Link, obviously not. Pikachu, obviously not. And Yoshi is Yoshi. So Kirby was the, the only reasonable answer, really. Wow, thanks. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I think you guys are overthinking. That's his subtle way of saying you fucking idiots. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Bogey down. <laughs> Giggity. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. So as, one as no can probably be ascertained by a simple appearance, Kirby is the one that was originally intended to be a circular placeholder for another character. So it was it, overthinking. It did sort of shoot the. The Shoot answer. the duck in the bill. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's go with that. Yep. Okay. I was going to say cloaca, but yeah. Question six. I mean, question the sixth. Uh, how many different shapes of four connected blocks are there in Tetris? Six. Wait, what? Your answers are seven, eight, nine, or ten. <laughs> Not six. <laughs> if you hadn't answered so quickly, I wouldn't have given you the answers like that. But, hey, sorry. How many... F- Four connected blocks are there in Tetris? Okay. Now, bear in mind, every connection of blocks in Tetris is four. Yeah. <laughs> Just... So it's one, and it's not six. Two, <laughs> three, you played four, Tetris five, recently. I'm loving how these six. questions are panning out. What part am I missing? What shape am Did I you missing? get to six and get stuck? Because that's what I said. That's definitely... Wait, two, four... So I, I look, there's one like this, there's one like that. Yeah, seven. <laughs> there's a, one like that. There's not one like a fist. It's a I'm square. Gonna, I'm going to say seven. Yeah. Is it because it's the next closest answer to six? No, because I can name seven shapes. <laughs> well, you are correct. Well done. I went bad guessing out of the top of my six, head. Six, man, shut up. Well, no, because you get the L shapes and there's two of those. Yes. You get the Z shapes, there's two of those. Yes, there's four square, immediately. And, yeah. the and you then you've got the... straight block. And, and then the tri- triangle one. Yeah, which technically is the same amount of 
There's no mirror of that. It's like it works the same way around. Exactly. I can't think of which one. So it's it's a T-shape. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or the seesaw. Mm. Yes. Or whatever else you want to call it. Um, okay. This is the question that's relevant to the episode. Yay. Cartridge. <laughs> huh? Cartridge. Close. It's in the... That's in the... <laughs> what was the name of the last oh actually I need to give you the tip of information yes uh, Tetris blocks come in four squares Tetram, Tetraminos of which there are only seven variations available in the game they're called Tetraminos I think that's kind of I think the right. lady that held the record for the highest score on one of the Tetris games you may have discussed this before didn't make didn't take them didn't take them yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just crazy. She's doubled her score by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was like second place in the world. Yeah, yeah without rotating. One question I do have to ask it, both of you. Do you you've played Tetris a reasonable amount. Mm. Way back when. Do you turn with A and B or just turn one direction? Just I wouldn't one. know without playing. I used uh, to just go Probably one. just one yeah. and just rat, just bar it rather yeah. than... Yeah, yeah. So that's what I used that's to do. That's exactly what I do. I never go... I never press I B you to could go, go back. back. Yeah, so you could only press... go one way. No, uh, A is clockwise and B is counterclockwise, I think. Yeah, generally it doesn't, it doesn't pay to, I don't think, to go the other way. No, no. Um, right, yeah, question seven. What was the name of the last game released as a physical cartridge for the Super Nintendo? Star Fox 2? Fire Emblem, Thrasio 776, Chrono Trigger, or SimCity? This one's a complete guess, but I just yeah. included it because it's about the last... Because it's a really cool... The only one out of them I recognise is Star Fox 2. You don't recognise the game SimCity. But you do remember Star Fox 2 was never actually released, right? Yeah. <laughs> it only made it... So that, that's not... It's on, on the Switch store? Yes, because that's where they put it in the end. Oh. They never got a real release. It's not that one, See, then. I thought SimCity was a fairly early release. Yeah. You're going to kick yourself when you hear the date that the game is released. SimCity. So what was it? Fire Emblem? Chrono Trigger and SimCity. We'll get rid of Star Fox. Star Fox was a bit of a red herring. Chrono Trigger. Well, I fell for that. <laughs> I'm going to go Fire Emblem. Chris? Um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say do yourself a favour and listen to Ben um, <laughs> Fire Emblem yes was the last released game so Fire Emblem Thrasy 776 was the last game published to the SNES as a physical cartridge on the 21st of January 2000 whoa <laughs> wow yeah oh my god mm-hmm. I mean I can understand them releasing like it, it's cool to release some companies still do now. that but they're not yeah in that way yeah, like, they're not they're not officially released, are they? Not like mm. if that makes sense. Wave your hand in the air, released. <laughs> and it's released. <laughs> oh, so tired. Right, question eight: What video game featured the first Easter egg? Oh, Two God. of these questions are easier if you've seen particular movies. By the way, tonight, your choices are: Centipede, Asteroid, Space Invaders, or Adventure. Adventure. And why do you know that? So I watched a YouTube video. <laughs> so you tell them you haven't watched the movie Ready Player One. And there was that is also in that, but I watched it on a YouTube. It's part video. of the plot. I've never seen that. Um, you should. I, really I watch a lot of to. Easter egg videos. The book is always considered better, but the movie is still an enjoyable watch just for all of everything that's on it. Yeah. So um, Ready Player One, I would have. Yeah. Uh, it's also part of the storyline. And I'm, I can even go beyond that and say what it is. Go on then. It's the developer's name. Yes, it is. Yeah. In a hidden room. Uh, a fact. 
made famous by the movie Ready Player One Adventure, again released on the old Atari 2600 in 1979, had the first Easter egg, which was the name of its creator, hidden in the game. Mm-hmm. You guys watched the Easter Egg Hunter? Yes. That's where I learnt it. Yeah, I thought so. I did, I did think so. James from the Easter Egg Hunter. Question yeah. 9.0. What was the first video game console with a CD-ROM embedded into it? TurboGrafx-16, Sega CD, Neo Geo, or 3DO? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go see Bob. You want a, you want a bit of Neo Geo? Neo Geo definitely did. I um, think they all did. <laughs> I think that's the point. <laughs> I mean, Sega CD's in the name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that definitely had a CD drive. What was first? Wasn't the Turbo Graphics before then? Fuck knows, mate. Fuck knows. Rim fuck up and ask him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know his. I don't know his number. Um, Luther. I think it's the Turbo Graphics, but we'll go with yours. No, no, no. Let's go with yours. The... Then we can be wrong together. Okay. You can blame him. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was implied. Yeah. Or implied. What was the other option? Um, Turbo Graphics, Sega CD, Neo Geo, or three DO. I don't know what 3DO is. So. Also, on a really random note, I've just noticed you're both wearing Zelda tops. Yeah. But the funny thing <laughs> is, right? Yeah. Top either. I said to him earlier, you should paint a Zelda top on yeah. your Minecraft thing. I was gonna, I was gonna do a Triforce. I actually said that for was, a laugh, and you're wearing a Zelda. Top I was gonna do a Triforce and then write Link rules, but put rules as R U Z E. No, could you just put like Legend of Zorro on the back? Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to start knitting closer as Minecraft character now. Oh god. Anyway, uh, what would you like to go for? Three D O was the one with the bad Zeldas, wasn't it? No, that was the CDI. Oh, of course. The three D O CDI Turbo Graphics X fifty sixty two hundred. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one. <laughs> with 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 uh, with a additional with rumble belt clip <laughs> <laughs> and Bluetooth. Everything's better Bluetooth. <laughs> um, this is so painful. Yeah, yeah. whatever. And you're on anyway. Turbo yeah. graphics. You going with him? Where? I'll leave in the house. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go with that Tur- turbo graphics. That was the one that we neither of us picked to actually answer. <laughs> I picked that. Did you? You guys have not really mentioned the correct answer. Yeah, it is the three D O. Well, I don't even know. Three D O was released in nineteen ninety three, but never achieved lasting success due to its high price and the popularity of competing consoles. That's yeah, wasn't well, that worth like cost over a grand or something? Now, this have either of you seen the first Avengers movie? Yeah, well, I've seen that. No, I don't. I don't watch those. Well, you're going to rely on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which classic video game did Tony Stark catch a member of Shield playing in the first Avengers movie? Oh, fucking no, I don't Galaga, know. Galaxian, Space Invaders, or Asteroids? Galaga. Do you remember the scene? No. Galaga. Galahad. Yeah, it was a good guess. Was it right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So there, there's a scene in the movie. Uh, actually, it's probably uh, so. Yeah. While aboard the heli helicarrier, Tony Stark hilariously calls out a Shield employee for playing Galaga, making it one of the most memorable moments in wow. the Avengers. Yeah, there's just a really random cut to it, and he's and Tony's just doing his big big brain philanthropic things, and he just goes, "And that guy's playing Gallagher," and then the guy's like, and he's actually got a little joystick, That's like amazing. even though he's on like this multi-billion quadrillion dollar flying ship. So going back, the three DO retail launch was seven hundred dollars. You see how many units sold? Two million. Yeah, two yeah. million at that price. I can't believe that. That's, That's a quite a lot, right? That's a fuck ton. And That's in nineteen ninety-three. One. Two. One fuck done. Three. <laughs> Three fuck tons. 
four, five, six. Guess what you scored? Oh, I thought, we were, I thought we were doing counting like uh, the count from um, what is Sesame Street. Uh, uh, no, no that's a family guy. One titty, two titty, three titty. <laughs> oh, fuck them out. <laughs> you haven't seen that? No, oh, I don't know, I haven't. Sorry. <laughs> Please don't. You no, guys got a big old seven out of ten. How the hell did we do that? We got a you, lot of guessing. Yeah, because I'm there. <laughs> well done, Christopher, and well done for putting together a, a, a very did quick quiz there, Sean. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. Thanks, Internet. I stole all those questions. <laughs> <laughs> they had the cool information with them, so yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm going to grab them. Grab them by the tits. So I grabbed them. Awesome. Awesome. No, thank you very, very much. Right. Um, I would like to say a massive thank you to these guys. Thank you to all you guys listening if you've made it this far. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I'm not well. Okay, so we have, what do we have coming up? We have a Mario Kart competition coming up at Wiffy Waffy, which is actually reopening on Monday. Oh, so it's all good. Yeah, so Panic is going to be at the Wiff Waff and then it's going to go on to uh, Reckless at uh, Unit 17. Um, anybody local to it, which will know what we're talking about. Anybody that's not, I'm sorry, that probably won't make a lot of sense. It's going to make next to none. Exactly. So on the 28th of July, we are doing another Mario Kart competition with a very specially designed trophy from Mr. Christopher here, um, which is the Shell Cup one, yeah. which is going to be awesome. Um, we do also have the amazing 24-hour gaming marathon coming up for the NHS on the 28th of August. And we will be joined by the amazing Mike Tyson and Hazel. Mike Tyson being one of the amazing hosts from Factory Sealed. Don't know why I paused there. I do know the name. <laughs> Just look at like, your phone. You were like, checks notes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't listen to this. He, does, um, he got a bit starstruck. If he suddenly can't turn up. <laughs> I was starstruck enough the first time I met him and Hazel. That was amazing. So. I remember you were playing uh, Dance Dance Revolution yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And he just stops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so starstruck. It was all on video as well. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we'd, we'd be playing video games for, for 24... I was going to say 48 hours. <laughs> 24 hours. Um, in aid of the NHS, um, we're going to have just a blast. So join us over on the Twitch if you want to, or let me know if you want to come if you're local. And after that, we well, our next we've got like uh, a couple of library gigs, Ipswich Library and Woodbridge Library, and then in January we are doing a big thing in Norwich, which is going to be Marriage. amazing. Um, a One Life Left Comic Con thing on the 15th and 16th of January. If you want any more details about those, please just go to bringbackretro.com slash events or visit our Facebook. Um, if you want to know our social medias, go to bringbackretro.com slash pod. Do you guys have anything else you would like to add? No. <laughs> that was more disappointing than silence. <laughs> Oh, I'm surprised he didn't say giggity. I was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm yeah, I'm signing off. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Good night. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.